You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome in to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. And it's your boy, Kevin. And after about a thousand years, you know, I think Jesus already came back. Uh, we are finally back doing the podcast. Uh, it's been a it's been a good hiatus. You know, we kind of took some time to kind of revamp and revamp ourselves and, uh, and come back stronger. So uh, how are you feeling, Kev? Oh, man, we're hanging in there. Honestly, dude, I'm doing better now than ever. Uh, like I said, uh, it was a cu- few couple rough months there for both Wes and I, but things are looking up, man. Things are things are growing really, really fucking good right now. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for the future. How are things with you? I mean, yeah, I echo everything you said, man. Like you said, it's been tough, but we both have come out on top, and I'm doing I'm doing really good, man. Doing really good. Uh, things are going well. Uh, yeah, side projects are getting getting done, and you know, this podcast, I'm kind of getting things ready for a new season, kind of getting some ideas going, and. Um, and also just to give you guys a little peek behind the, behind the curtain, uh, we have, we have video on our software now, so we're actually going to work towards getting that going. So then we can actually do, uh, YouTube videos, uh, live, you know, for the podcast. So we'll be doing audio and video pretty soon. So look for that in the future. Uh, I'm excited about that. Um, but yeah, life is good. Life is very good. I'm excited to be back. Good to see your face again on, on live doing this and, I'm just, I'm just fucking ready to go, brother. So. Me too, man. I've been born ready. Like I said, the, the, the time away didn't feel quite right. Um, obviously, this is my home. This is where I belong. And it's just, uh, it's, it's time to rock and roll again. Yes, I'm with you, brother. So, I mean, that's, I just can't wait to get this thing going again. And season, season four is going to be really interesting because it's going to be a whole change up from what we've been doing, you know, before. And, you know, it's and not a whole change up. We're still doing countdowns, but um, yeah, it's just going to be really awesome. So just, Make sure you pay attention and stay tuned because it's going to fucking rock. So, um, so yeah, tonight, actually, um, for everyone noticing too, we are switching genres. Um, it's no longer going to be it's a horror podcast. It's going to be it's a My Little Pony um, biopic podcast. Yeah. So yeah. fan fiction, of course. Um, <laughs> Jesus, no, we're going to be back. We're going to be better than ever. It's it's crazy hearing you say four seasons. Like it feels just like yesterday we started this shit up, and it's just crazy know, to think dude. of. Everything that's happened in the past two years, man, and uh, yeah. it's, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. Yep, yep. And I, I, I'm really, really hoping. Here's what I'm hoping for: toward the end of the year, August, September, maybe meeting up at another con if things kind of calm down. Doing a podcast live there will be fucking amazing. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. So yes, sir. I'm down not, for it all. You, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad you said that. Otherwise, I'd have to fire you and get someone else. Um, anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm replacing That's all right. No, you're not. I, I... Talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, tonight, we are going to talk about a director that is near and dear to my heart. It's the last director in the series. We say the best for last, of course, in my opinion. Of course, people may not agree with that, but this is my opinion. And possibly Kevin's, who knows? We'll see. Um, but tonight we're going to talk about a director that I have taken his name on. I'm his name. He's my namesake. There we go. Uh, none other than Wes Craven. 
Uh, Kevin asked me earlier what his middle name is, and I know it. It's in here somewhere. But I, for those of you know, I'm ancient. I'm old. I'm older than the mummies, and uh, I can't remember it. I, I, I'm, I'm blanking. So please it's forgive me. It's in the me. noggin somewhere. Yes. It's, it's bouncing around somewhere. It's a lot of room in there. So, um, But anyway, I'm very excited to talk about this. Uh, I'm sure you know that I'm sh- yeah, some of those movies we talked about before will be coming back up. But you know what? I don't care because I love talking about those films anyway. So that just is what it is. Um, what, give me, it's, give me, give me your thoughts on Wes. Just, just, just very briefly, just, just a couple sentences of what you think about Wes Craven. Um, just being like a beginner in horror, obviously, even if you don't watch scary movies, I'm sure you've heard of his name. He's definitely kind of transcended horror and is kind of more of a mainstream name. Honestly, uh, he's he's someone that everybody knows and. He definitely was massive in the horror community. Uh, I can't wait to kind of break down some of his movies and talk about my favorites, talk about Wes's favorites. For everybody listening for the first time, what we do is we make a top five list of a spe- of our favorite films from a sp- specific director. Of course, obviously, this week is Wes Craven. I don't know Wes's list. He doesn't know mine. That's what makes it a little fun. We had like to add a little spice with the jalapenos in the chili. Um, yes, I love that so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um <sighs> Fuck, where was I going at with this? <laughs> just, 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 um, yeah, I about to say it's been too long. But yeah, no, I've always loved his movies and um, he's, he's one of the best out there. So with that said, I'm ready to get into it. Yeah, man, let's just do this. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else we need to share before we get going, but I can't, I think we could cover everything. We'll, we'll cover more at the end. Uh, we plug ourselves up and we always do that. So. But uh, all right, let's just get into uh, a little bit of uh, Wes Craven and tell us more about him there, Kev. Hold on, let me, uh, let me hit this transition first and we'll get into it. All right, Wesley Earl Craven was born on August 2nd, 1939 in Cleveland, Ohio. Whoop, whoop. Um, died in Los Angeles, California, August 30th, 2015, at age 76 from a brain tumor. Um, now, Wes Craven earned an undergraduate degree in English and psychology from Wheaton College in Illinois. Of course, where Illinois, I, I don't know anything else in Illinois. Honestly, I couldn't tell you a single thing there. Sorry for anybody like, that may be in Illinois. Like Chicago, the Bears, uh, the Cubs. Yeah, that's true. You got a point. All right, so Bears. Birthplace of crime. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. And he also has a master's degree in philosophy and writing from Johns Hopkins University. And he taught briefly at Westminster College before getting into film and was a humanities professor at Clarkson College of Technology, which is pretty fucking rad. Smart dude, obviously, as you could tell from his uh, films. Honestly, a lot of the later films where he got more meta, which, of course, is Wes's word of the day. If any, any Pee Wee Herman fans out there, he hears that. He hears meta. He just starts screaming his fucking head off. Right. Um <laughs> And uh, Craven got his start in film by directing hardcore porn. So, of course, why not? Yeah, he used uh, a bunch of pseudonyms, and so no one really is quite sure what he's done or hasn't done. But if you've seen Last House on the Left, definitely kind of porny. Uh, the One of the actors, not Krug, but the other guy, was a porn star. So he probably pulled him from the, uh, the depths of the... Uh, spooge filled fucking caverns from which he came and was like hey let's do a horror movie so spooge filled really that's that's, that's what you're going with spooge like filled 
That's that's interesting. That gives me a very visual uh, representation of what I did here. Thank you. Time, so. Thank you. And to this day, right. um, up until his passing in 2011, he has 50 writing credits, 26 producing credits, and 36 producing credits. So he was at it, man. He was definitely at mm-hmm. it. Well, do you want to uh, give us a rundown of his films that he's directed? Yes. So obviously, like I mentioned, his uh, first film, 1972, was Last House on the Left. Um, have you seen Last House on the Left? Yes. Yes, I have. And what is I your opinion? I won't tell you whether I like it or not, but what, should I give you my opinion? I mean, yeah, I can. Yeah, talk, talk about it for a second. Oh, okay. wait. Okay, actually not unless if, if you're not telling me for a specific reason. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I'll, you know, I, I'll, you know, fuck it. It's, it's not on my list. I'll just give you that. Um, I, I don't like the original film like at all. Um, mm-hmm. It's just not a great film to me. Like the music just doesn't go along with it. Uh, there's some good parts in it, but overall the movie is just, just, it's just not as, as good as I want it to be. The remake is way better Agreed. in my opinion, but yeah. So yeah. So give me your, give me your quick thoughts. Unless you want to wait. Um, it is not in my top five as well. Big surprise, big surprise. Um, it, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it's low budget. Uh, I don't have a th- anything against low budget, but it's, it's low budget. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. So that was his first film. Um, I'm just going to fucking power through these real quick, um, real quick. Cause like oh. I said, there's a decent amount yeah. he's directed. He then came out, uh, 1975. He directed a film called the fireworks woman, which I've never heard. 1977 Hills have eyes, 1981 deadly blessing, 1982 swamp thing. 1984, Nightmare on Elm Street. 1985, Hills Have Eyes Part 2. Fuck yeah. 1986, Deadly <laughs> Friend. Uh, 1988, Serpent in the Rainbow. 1989, Shocker. Uh, 1991, People Under the Stairs. 1994, New Nightmare. 1995, Vampire in Brooklyn. 1996, Scream. 1997, Scream 2. 1999, Music of the Heart. The, his most terrifying film to date. Uh, 2000, <laughs> Scream 3. 2005, he directed both Cursed and Red Eye. The only time he directed two films in one year. Um, and then 2006, a film called Paris Jetiame. I don't know French, so I like that. Uh, yeah. And then 2010, French. My Soul to Take, and then his final film in 2011, Scream Four. So, oh. that's a lot. Yeah, that's a whole lot. So yeah, I mean, he was a very decorated uh, director. He didn't get a lot of awards, but I think he just did some really amazing films over his uh, over his time. So agreed. Okay, uh, so now we covered all of his films, uh, just in a general aspect. Uh, you know, there's always that one film that uh, we have to, uh, you know, just put it in the toilet and flush it. But uh, before we flush, let's find out what uh, Kevin has picked for our shit pick of the week. Hey, kids, it's time for Kevin's shit pick of the week. So... <clears throat> No, I always like to preface this and say, wow, this is probably going to be an unpopular pick, but I don't really think so. Um, my shit pick is Deadly Blessing from 1981. Have you seen this one? Mm. I have, and yes, I, I agree with that. So, Okay, yeah, so I was just honestly bored by this one for uh, most of the time. Now, it's it's got a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of um, famous actors and a- actresses, the fucking dude who voiced Merman, or what the... Um, What's the mermaid's merman's name in SpongeBob? I don't watch SpongeBob. Oh, well, okay then. Sorry. Perfect. Um, so anyway, <laughs> loser. Um, <laughs> Sorry. You yeah, know, it's got him. It's got Michael Berryman. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Michael Berryman, obviously, uh, Wes and I met him at a, one of the conventions we went to. Pretty nice guy, a little awkward, yes. but aren't we all? Awesome. Uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, no, Deadly Blessing, man, it's just, there's not a lot going on. And I, it just, I kind of have a hard time, you know, really paying attention to kind of movies nowadays. And the, this one just didn't, didn't hold my attention for very long. So that's why it's my shit pick. Perfect. All right. Um, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. All right. Uh, I guess there's really not much else to do than just to get into these top fives and see what we've uh, we've come up with. Um, yeah, we're we're really rusty, guys. So please just bear with us. Um, I hope I hope to God the editing goes well on this one because, like I said, it, shit isn't working like it's supposed to, and our, our software has fucked us right in the ass with a big twelve inch dildo, and I am reeling from all that. So. Uh, yeah, let's just hope that we can get through these top fives. Okay, so uh, all right, let's get into it. Uh, here's number five for uh, from Kevin. Number five. Well, I'm fine, boys, just fine. <laughs> let's get on with the killing. I want to hear you scream. Tom, Tom, movie. It's all one great big movie. Somebody once, when I was first starting in films in New York, says, if you want something on your gravestone in, your, in the film business, I think the best thing is filmmaker. If you can honestly say that, that's all you need to say. All right, so number five. An unpopular pick, Hills Have Ice 2 from 1985. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. So, yeah. So, uh, all so, right, let me know what you uh, think and, about it. Yeah, so to be honest... This movie sucks, but like in the best way possible. Does that make any sense? Like, so it's it's Not more really. of a slasher film than the first uh, Hills Have Eyes. There's there the kills are fun. Uh, it's like a group of motorcyclists, like motorcycle racers, mm-hmm. that go to the desert and they get stranded, and they obviously get picked off by these cannibals living in the the, the mountains. Well, for some fucking reason. Those mutants that have lived in mountains their entire life can somehow ride a motorcycle. And, like, ra- there's a racing scene where he's, like, racing the, the, the people in the mountains. And it's like, how the fuck? Like, you don't even, you can hardly, like, do anything with modern technology. But somehow you know how to fucking gear shift a motorcycle. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, there's no fucking way. So that, uh, I mean, that and there's a dog flashback which is pretty revolutionary. Oh. You get to see a dog. Mm-hmm. It shows a dog, and then it shows, like, do 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 like that, that, that noise, and then he has a flashback. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's on another level, I swear to God. What, what, do, you, what do you think about Hills Have Eyes 2? I, I, I agree with you. Like, it's, it is crazy as hell, and it just, it's one of those films where you, after you watch it, you just kind of sit there and go, what the fuck did I just watch? But I loved it. Like, you're like, I fucking loved it. So, uh-huh. yeah, it's, I, mean, I honestly thought that you know when you're born, like you know how to, you know how you know to eat, you can drink, you can sleep, and you can ride a motorcycle. And that just the way it goes. Oh yeah, or unless you're Michael Myers and you can drive out of the penitentiary, even though you've been there since you were six. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just watching people drive makes it very easy to just pick up the car and go. You know, so crazy. I, know. I wish things in life were um, that easy to learn. Like you just watch something, God. and you're like, I got this. <laughs> I got, I got this. Backup fuckers, I got yeah, this. Why? Well, right. how, how, how do you know that? I saw someone do it before. <laughs> I All seen right. it once. I said, <laughs> I seen it. Um, <laughs> uh, Craig, yeah, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, it, it, I mean, like it's, I echo everything you just said. Like it was, it was a great film. 
you know, for what it was. Uh, overall, it was just very 70s. Uh, was it 70s or 80s? 85. Oh, wow. It seemed very 70s to me. So mm-hmm. I don't know. But, First one was 77. Uh, maybe that's what it was. Maybe I just kind of mushed those two together. But uh, the kills were great. I just thought the kills were awesome. So, yeah, uh, fuck yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, it was, it was, it, honestly, I wish they would redo the movie. Like, you know, reading really kind of like they, they did this, they did the like Hills of of Part Two, but they did a whole different, you know, direction with it. But they should remake that movie specifically. Just kind of not shot for shot, but kind of, you know, just kind of take the basic, you know, mindset and the basic uh, story and redo it. I think it'd be kind of cool, honestly. I'm so, for it. I'm, I'm living yeah. for it. Like, or be like horror comedy or something like that, you know? Yeah, totally. Which, speaking of bringing there? things back, I saw they just announced that uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night is coming back. How do you feel about I that? Just real that. quick. I, I'm not a huge fan of the original movie. Um, I, I'm a fan, but not a huge fan. So I kind of like to see what they would do with it. Honestly, I, I'm not going to hate on it just yet. Um, but the original is a very iconic, but I'd like to see like, what they can pull off. You know, What about you? I'm I'm for it, man. Like everyone hates to see kind of movies remade. Obviously, there's a lack of kind of ingenuity and creativeness to come along with all of these sequels and remakes. But dude, I just want to fucking watch people get killed. I mean, you know, like yep. people think of it way too seriously. It, I know a lot of people think like like I know with you, you said like a, a a shitty scream sequel would like kind of tarnish the franchise. In my opinion, just because there's a bad movie in the franchise, it's not gonna like hearken my ability to like the previous films any less if that makes sense like i i'm yeah. for it man i'm like i love silent night deadly night every other film in the franchise blows we went over that franchise we talked about every single movie we ranked them check i think that was season two or, or one yeah, yeah season two season two yeah season two holy shit there's some fucking stinkers there boys uh but yeah and anyways yeah. i'm excited for it i'll i'm killer santas whatever yeah, yeah. But I'd say, you know, it, it, the only reason that I'm worried about Scream is the fact that, like, there's there's so few films. Like, if you know, when you talk about Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th, you know, Child's Play, like, there's so many entries in those franchises. So if one's bad or two's bad, it doesn't really worry, worry me. But, like, there's literally four films in Scream. And if you had a fifth, that's going to be a stinker. It's like, ah, you know, like, like you look at the uh, – Wrong Turn franchise, like that one is oh. has a whole bunch of stinkers in it. But think about it, the fact if it had like all good films except one, you know, like it just I don't know. I, it was just it would kind of tarnish that kind of perfect streak if it was all good. But I don't know. It's just me. I'm, I'm weird like that. But, right. No, I, anyway. I get it. Yeah. So what's your number five? Um, my number five film is my 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 list is pretty solid. Like I've had this list kind of in my mind for since I've been a horror fan, honestly, so, or since I've seen these films. So there's really no wavering for me at all. And they just are what they are. Uh, my number five film is the people under the stairs. Um, and I know it's kind of, kind of low, but it's, you know, it's one of those films where it's, it's a fun film. Don't get me wrong. It's really, it's a lot of fun to watch. Cause it's like this house and there's like shit going on all the time and there's explosions and there's like hidden passageways. And, uh, there's like a guy in leather and, I get excited all the time, but, um, you know, <laughs> <Of course it. laughs> but, but like, I don't know. It just, it, it has that older feel to it. that just, it doesn't get over that hump. Like there's some movies that like, you know, Halloween can get over that hump of being older and still be like, you know, really, really interesting. This one kind of like, it tries to be interesting on some points, but just misses on a few things, which kind of draws me back just a little bit. But, uh, the overall movie itself is just, I, I love it. Um, Wes did a great job with it. It's a very unique film. 
the storyline is really interesting. Uh, the actors do a great job in it. Um, I don't know. I just it's a, it's a fun watch for me. But like I said, there's some aspects where I'm like, oh, they could do this better, this you know that better. Um, <laughs> some of the actors are. It almost feels like a horror comedy in some spots because it's really funny. I don't know if you think. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that? Oh yeah, yeah no, for so sure. Like, there, it definitely has yeah. humor to it. Yeah, so it's like I don't I don't think it's intended either. Like I think it's it's just it's totally straight laced movie, but it has funny moments in it. So which I find very charming. So, uh, but if you haven't seen this movie before, honestly, it's it is great. It's a great film. So please go watch it. Did they did they remake this film at some point or a TV show? They're ta- they're talking about remaking it. Yeah. Well, that's what it is okay because i thought i heard something about that so i didn't have seen it before but okay i'm interested to see what they do with it honestly because if it's done bright i think it could really be good honestly so what do you think yeah i'm excited for it man like like i said fucking remake every movie in the world i don't care i'm here for it if i like the original i'm gonna give the second a shot i i do just real quick i i do not like when films use the name and then have nothing to do with it uh, wrong turn the most recent case um leatherface that came out a couple of years ago they yeah. these are these aren't bad movies by any stretch of the imagination honestly they're good movies but if they were just named something else it would make sense and it's just like it's it's yeah. cash grab and i get it man it's all about making money but fuck off yeah, like that yeah, it just yeah. just name it something else and, and because everyone's going to hate your movie forever because you're claiming to be attaching yourself to something you're not you know but that that's all yeah. i'll i'll say about that no i i agree with you i, I mean the new wrong term film wasn't bad for me i actually kind of enjoyed it but yeah mm-hmm. naming it something else would definitely made me like it a little more and it probably would have made me want to go out and buy it and add it to my collection but right now i'm just like eh, i'll probably never watch it again so yeah i mean yeah I, I bought it so that, that goes to say how much oh. i like it well i'll watch it when i come visit you we'll just we'll spoon and watch it so i got you babe yeah, yeah. All right. Well, that's anything else you want to add to this movie, or if you want to talk about it later, or, or not at all, or <clears throat> I just uh, I might be talking about it in a few seconds. So we'll, we'll we'll move on. We'll move on then. So okay. Well, let's move on to <laughs> we're so, we're so good at transition. <laughs> okay, let's move on to number four then. Here's number four. Number four. Well, I'm fine, boys. Just fine. <laughs> let's get on with the killing. I want to hear you scream. It's all one great big movie. Somebody once, when I was first starting in films in New York, says, if you want something on your gravestone in in the film business, I think the best thing is filmmaker. If you can honestly say that, that's all you need to say. People Under Stairs, 1991. (laughs) Big surprise. No fucking way. Oh, my God. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Uh, I mean, just to kind of reiterate every single thing you said about this one, it's just a fun time. It's unique. It's people living in the walls of a of a fudging house for heckin' sake. Uh, it's it's wow. a, it's it's hey, a calm fun down, time. buddy. Calm down. Yeah, I'm, calm down. yeah. Hold me back. Hold me back. Wow. Uh, <laughs> it's got one of the kids from Sandlot, which is pretty rad. Um, who he, and he's like stuck in this house of this couple, and they like have people living in the walls for some reason. It's been years since I've seen this, but I I remember liking this one a lot. Um, and Wes and I don't really do the research we used to <laughs> every single week we would watch every director's film and it was, it was just too much. And it's just like, man, we're not getting compensated for this shit. Like we've got lives to live. We can't be just watching 16 movies a day anymore, but 
so so bear, so bear with us but yeah no i i enjoy this movie a lot obviously to land in my top five um but i do have three other films that i prefer more so and we will be talking about those in a minute so that's my number four yep there you go it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a very solid film like i said i'm anxious to see what they do with this remake because there's so much content in that movie like if you remember back it's just it's a lot of stuff jammed in this one film and it's it almost takes on different faces in certain spots so i'm anxious to see how they kind of pull that all together in this remake if they do it so agreed cool all right uh well my number four film is one of my favorites i saw my dad a long long time ago and it's 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 a really brutal movie too i can't believe you showed it to me but thank god for you dad because you really showed me some fucking amazing films uh god rest your soul um but it's not other than shocker Mm, hey. <laughs> Does it look familiar? Does it look familiar, Kevin? <laughs> well, I've seen that once or twice, let me tell you. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, if you're listening, I was showing him the shocker on our, our live through Instagram. So, And his eyes lit up real, real bright. And he's like, ooh, ooh, I like that. Um, well, why don't you tell the people what uh, they are? Because I bet half the people listening don't even know what that is. Don't know what is. The shocker? The shocker, yeah. Okay, so the shocker is when you take your hand and you kind of hold it up and you take your ring finger and you kind of pull it down and, and then kind of hold it with your, your thumb. And then you put your middle finger and your pointer finger together and you have your pinky sticking out. And that's when you insert that into a certain orifice, two orifices, or one orifice. This is with you. Orifice with you is orifice with, with other with, with someone mm-hmm. with more holes, you can use more holes. But that's the shocker, just so you know. That's all you literally could have just though. said two in the pink, one in the stink. I mean, that's. Like you, you, you took so long to explain that. <laughs> I, I'm not some wham bam thank you, ma'am. I, I want to explain. I want to take my time, buddy. Sure, you are a passionate time, lover. Man. I'll give you that. I, I will give you that. See, thank you. Finally, someone admits that shit. God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Horace Pinker. Let's talk about Horace Pinker. And it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's called Shocker with a guy named Horace Pinker. And so, do you think they did that um, on purpose? I never I even know, noticed that honestly. until you just said that. Really? That's the first thing yeah. I thought about. <laughs> Like, the fact that the up. villain's name, last name is Pinker, and his Pinker, yeah, yeah, shocker. And he is a, yeah, is a twin, and his last name Stinker. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> Horace Pinker and Howard Stinker. <laughs> I can't with you. I can't with you anymore. Oh uh, my god! Be, whew, oh. Whew, good thing it's hot in here because I'd be steaming. Um, whew, okay. Oh, sorry, guys. I gotta take a second. I gotta take a, take a breath here. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving on with this film. Um, this film is great. Um, it's it's like I said, it's very brutal. Like the way that the special effects are on this, there's just there's like stabbings and like people getting ripped apart, and oh, it's just really cool. Um, it it kind of takes the persona of a movie that came out later on called Fallen with uh, Denzel Washington and John Goodman um, of how you can like go in and out of people, and when you're when you're dead. And I mean, if, I'm going to ruin this a little bit for everybody. So you haven't seen it. It's old as fuck, but honestly, I'm not going to ruin anything very much. So, but there's, there's the thing of him going in and out of bodies uh, by using electricity and the movie fallen, the guy goes in and out just by touching someone else. So um, I kind of like that. I love those, both those movies so much. So I like the way that kind of goes together. Um, but Horace Pinker is like the worst of the worst. Like he's just, God, he's just so fucking brutal. And I love the way that his character is portrayed and, um, I love that. And I also, I also thought there's a song that the dude whistles and sings in Fallen. It's time is on my side. I thought that was used in 
Shocker, but it's not. Someone said it was. I looked it up, and I've watched the movie over again, and it's not. So mm-hmm. I wish, I wish, God, that would have been the fact. That would have been fucking awesome. Um, but there's, like, lip bitings in this movie. There's, like, I don't know, people's heads blowing up. It's just it's just a, it's a fun-ass film. Did you say it's lip so bitings? Yes, lip bitings. It's, it was, like, one, ex- ah. one extreme to the other. You're, like, there's lip bitings, and then there's heads exploding. Like, there's, like... Yeah, yeah. I mean, but when I say lip bitings, it's like, lip rippings. Oh, God, I can't say it. Mm. I know, dude. It's, oh, okay, I got people. you. I know, dude. Yeah. Oh, God, it's fucking disgusting. Um, but it's just it's just a brutal, fun blood fest with, uh, you know, just the, the lead character. He's, I can't remember his fucking name at the moment. I'm blanking on his name, but uh, sue me for that. Um, Steve Urkel. But he's been in a bunch of – sure, yeah. We'll go, we'll go with that. Uh, but he's he's just perfect in this role. He's just, It's fucking great. It's, it's a long movie, but it's so worth it. It's just a great, great film. So Wes did a fucking perfect job on this. So if you haven't seen this movie before – Please go and watch it, because uh, what the fuck is wrong with you? Ha! There we go. Hey, he said it. Hey, hey. All right. Um, so I guess we'll watch number three now. So uh, why don't you take it away, brother? Number three. Well, I'm fine, boys. Just fine. <laughs> Let's get on with the killing. I want to hear you scream. It's all, it's all a movie. It's all one great big movie. Somebody once, when I was first starting in films in New York, says, if you want something on your gravestone in in the film business, I think the best thing is filmmaker. If you can honestly say that, that's all you need to say. Number three. You're going to fucking hate me. I I, I have a feeling that it's going to be something I have at number three, but just tell me. Scream. Yep. See, I, I what I told you, 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 I, I said it. I prefaced it with you were gonna hate me. You're looking at me like you want to kill me. I told you. Uh, okay. Uh, if anyone's looking for a podcast to be joining, uh, I'm looking for a new new uh, co-host. So submit your videos and your. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just. just all right, uh, number three, I have Scream from 1996. Uh, obviously, this is one of the films that Wes cut us off on live. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll redo it. You keep, keep going, keep going. Okay, yeah, no, uh, so Scream, 1996. I I really like this movie, man. It is such a great 90s uh, slasher film. One of my favorite 90s films, I'd say. The introduction of the whole meta thing, um, Wes was really good at kind of bending the rules of horror movies into allowing them to kind of be revitalized in a way that no one had ever really seen before. Now, he didn't obviously create the whole meta thing, which for people who don't really know what meta films are, essentially it's films that are aware of themselves. They break that third wall between it being a movie, a fictional movie into kind of reality so like the characters are aware of horror films and 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 obviously hilarity ensues there but yeah man it's just it, this one is so good it, it's there's a lot of funny moments all of every single character is likable um you know Stu and billy loomis and sydney and just the whole crew i i love everybody in this movie and uh it, it's just so weird to think that this is my third favorite film from uh, Wes Craven because I do really enjoy this movie but looking at the two previous films I have um, that mm. predate this one uh, I feel confident having this one at number three so I am very sorry well I don't feel very confident in you so I, whatever it is it just is what it is 
<laughs> it is what it is. All right. Well, you know, I, I am a little upset about you having it at three, but, you know, at the same point, you know, to each his own. We are, it, it helps we have different views on different things. So it's okay. So uh, I forgive you. You're okay. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, my number three film, getting into this, this top three is going to be pretty solid for me. Um, number three is New Nightmare, which is the seventh entry in the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Um, this film to me is just it's amazing. Like it, it makes me feel good. Um, the aesthetic is perfect. Uh, the meta just sucks me in and just does naughty things to me. And I love sucks it. you in and sucks you off. Huh? That's right. And all of it. I'm so, I'm just, the whole sucking thing is very fantastic. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Freddie sucks me off. Good. Let's just put that out there. Golly. <laughs> you heard it here first guys. It's right. anyone named Freddie, you know, it's Freddie Krueger, not just anyone named Freddie. So, um, but yeah, just the fact, like watching the film, you know, if you, if you haven't seen it before, what the fuck is wrong with you? First of all, holy shit, go watch it right. Cut this off and go watch it. I'll, I'm fine with that. Um, but like, just the way it starts, so it, it has like this feel to it where you're like, oh, cool, this is the real world. Everything's great. You know, she, you know, Nancy's doing good. You know, Heather Langenkamp like that. But then it takes you on this road of like, just of how it's, the films are sucking her back in and like, they just don't want to let go of her. And like, Freddie's a real, a real thing. And, you know, it's just, oh, it's so fucking perfect. Um, the ending, people have a really problem, a really big problem with the ending. I like the way it ends because it kind of ends the way that it kind of leads you to it. Um, I won't ruin the ending if you haven't seen it before, but I love the ending. What, what do you think? Just quick, just uh, one sentence. What do you think about the ending of this film? Um, New Nightmare? Fucking yeah. awesome. Oh, I Cooper. Hi, my cat's joined. Hey. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, it it's a banger. It's great. If I say it's just, yeah, it's good stuff. It's just it's fucking perfect. So, um, but I, I've met Heather in person. She is as sweet as she is on screen. She was just so great. We, you know, it, she's fantastic. Uh, I'm gonna meet Robert England soon. I hope. God, I hope I meet him soon because I just want to shake his hand and just be like, dude, you're the fucking legitest person I've ever seen in my life. So, um, and I want to I hear stories about Wes, too. I want to ask him about some stories about Wes. I would love to hear him. Just oh, give I'm me sure one he's story about God, I'll say, just pick your favorite story and tell me right now. I just want to hear it from your mouth. Oh, my God. I'm getting like chills thinking about that. You can tell him <sighs> about your thoughts on Freddie, too. Yes. That you just I'll disclosed with all of us. <laughs> well, if he's listening, Robert, if you're listening, he'd probably be like, "Security, get this guy the fuck out of here!" <laughs> no, please, no. I love you, Robert. Oh god, that'd be fucking sick. Um, but uh, anyway, back to the movie, though. Back to the movie. Sorry, I got a little tangent there. Um, but seriously, this movie is great. I love the way that it, this ends off the, the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise perfectly. It kind of gives an end cap to this. You know, there's there's one or two in there that I'm like, eh. One, I'm definitely like, uh, but there's one that kind of straddles that line. But overall, the whole series is pretty good. It follows a decent timeline, except for one film. I won't say which one. But uh, but it's a good end cap to kind of the first one and the last one just really make a good flow to the whole franchise. So I just love the way they ended off. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's great. And if you haven't seen it before, please, please, please go watch it because it's fucking awesome. Watch all of them. Just watch from the first one until New Nightmare because it's just, it's a very fun franchise to watch in my opinion, so. Oh, one of the best. It, it it gets so wacky though in the middle. Oh, oh it does. Man. It really does. But I mean, but honestly, Freddy's Dead. I I used to hate that movie, but now I love it for the fact of how just zany and crazy it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, it's yeah. it's really not bad 
five though. Yeah. Sheesh. Five is five took a really weird turn. Oh, there's still one more. I hate more than five. If you want to find out which one that is, go listen to our Nightmare on Elm Street episode because I gave a full disclosure of who that is. So, but uh, I yeah. our other stuff. So, uh, actually, we're we're actually I think we're almost seventeen thousand downloads. So, doing pretty Fuck good. Yeah, that's that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and we're at, I think we're at 135 uh, regular listening audience. So, I'm excited about that. Um, okay, top two. You ready to go? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Number two. I'm fine, boys. Just fine. <laughs> Let's get on with the killing. I want to hear you scream. Tom. Tom, movie. It's all one great big movie. Somebody once, when I was first starting in films in New York, says, if you want something on your gravestone in, your, in the film business, I think the best thing is filmmaker. If you can honestly say that, that's all you need to say. So, my next one I was not going to include because technically it's only a producer credit. Wes Craven only produced this film instead of directed it. But I couldn't because it's one of my favorites of all time. Do you have any guesses? Uh, my soul to take? Well, fuck. No, no, he directed it. He directed it. Yeah, he directed that one. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> fuck. I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Please tell me. It's the uh, Hills of Eyes remake from 2006. Oh, duh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I, Oh my God, guys, I, I love this movie so much. And I swear to God, I find a way to bring it up in every single episode we have, but this time it's yeah, legitimate. All right. Um, so in, in, obviously for anybody that's seen this movie, I love remakes like this, like th- like this one or Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2003. It, it, it rivals the original. It's almost a shot for shot remake at points, but it, it weaves in and out of like the same scenes from the original and it's done in such a fantastic way to where it's made by people who actually give a shit about these movies because you watch them and it's like these the the filmmakers behind the remake obviously knew what the fuck they were talking about because they liked the original and included ideas from the original and 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 everything in in this one instead of cannibals in the hills it is like survivors from the uh uh nuclear testings in the in the desert in from the 50s so this film has a very kind of 40s and 50s underlying tone to it and of course the the beginning um credits is one of the best of all time it's showing like 40s and 50s stuff and then like the the soundtrack it's playing um a song by webb pierce who's an old country artist but it's so fucking creepy in like a way it's not intended to be so and it like flashes to like mutant looking people and it's just it's so messed up and and i was six i was 12 when this came out so this was kind of right when i was kind of finding myself if you will and uh boy did i uh so this was in in my early years and, and i watched this one and it uh scared the hell out of me especially to do with the big ass head that gets stabbed with the the flag god that's uh, disgusting yeah but gross i yeah as you can tell i definitely get excited talking about this one it, it's oh, god damn it's so good guys obviously if you haven't seen this one i would highly recommend it it is one of if not the best horror remake of all time which is a great idea for an episode i would say top five horror remakes um let us know if that's something you'd be interested in yeah, we're running out we of already your top no, just kidding. we already know your top one so i mean you know but anyway hey maybe i'm throwing a wrench in it maybe i'm lying maybe i hate this fucking Ooh, movie yeah you maybe. don't know me you don't know me we'll see uh you know me boy yeah, 
That's uh, Hills of Awesome 2006 and my number two. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is, and, I, and really these, these top two really tie for number one, in my opinion. And I think if anyone knows me at all, like if you've just glanced at my page or talked to me in passing, you have to know these top two films. Like, And I, and I almost didn't want to include them because everyone just knows that. I wanted to include other films that Wes did. But after reviewing some older stuff, Trick or Treat, mainly, um, <laughs> that, that controversy that will, that will last forever. If you don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to our older older episodes and you'll hear it all back. You almost out. got assassinated. Dude, I almost did. I, almost, I walked out of my house one day and I saw this guy in a tree and I'm like, holy fuck, dude, put that gun down right now or I'm going to call the police. Why, why don't you just brief the people? Because I feel like a lot of the people who listen now didn't listen near the beginning. Okay, so, so we did so horror. Actually, let me let me just preface this real quick so people kind of understand the backstory. Oh, yeah. Our first yeah. season, we did specific genres of horror. So we would have an Aliens episode. We had a Ghost episode, a Slasher episode, where we would give our five, top five favorites from those genres. And, well, we had an anthology uh, film episode, which for people that don't know what anthology films are, it's like four or five, however many short stories wrapped into one movie. So, uh, and then go, go ahead, Wes, explain what you did. Yeah. I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> so, so I, I like a lot of horror anthologies. Um, I really do. And I just wanted to include everyone that I liked in there, but I knew for a fact that Kevin would have trick or treat on his list. I just knew and it. I did. Yeah. So I kind of excluded it from my list because I know he would talk about it and I could talk about it with him so I can include another one in, in the list with me. Well, that wasn't a popular idea coming out in the wash because people got mad that I actually embedded, you know, one of my favorite movies and I didn't talk about it. They thought I hated it because I didn't put it in my list. I'm like, no, no, I love it. I just wanted to be able to include another one in there. Yeah, I got called out big time. Big well, it was, time. It was good intentions, but you got to be genuine around here or people are going to be so Seriously. mad. I've learned that. I, that. That was my lesson learned, and I will never do that again, ever. So um, that's why I'm definitely putting these two in, because it just has to be, because that's just who I am. Um, mm-hmm. And it, if anyone wants to hear my other, you know, favorite Wes Craven films, hit me up in DMs or, you know, whatever. We'll talk later. But So my number two is definitely, definitely the original Nightmare on Elm Street, Robert England, fucking perfect, Heather Langenkamp, one of the best actresses in horror, one of the best final girls in horror, um, just this film, <laughs> holy shit. I saw it when I was a kid. Um, I was, I guess I wasn't a kid kid, but I think it was like 13, 12 or 13 scared the fuck out of me. Like, Oh my God, dude, Freddy Krueger was scary as shit. He looked bad. He looked horrible. He looked nasty, dirty, just ready to fucking kill you for no fucking reason. Um, the scene in the, uh, the boiler room where he cuts his stomach open. Oh, dude, like, yeah. shit. oh god and it's like he's cutting himself just because he likes it like oh my god that's just oh fucking it's albert Ooh. fish dude seriously fucking a man um and it's cool how a lot of the old serial killers heavily influenced a lot of the earlier horror i love that yeah ed gein um, with uh texas chainsaw massacre yeah so i'm like it's, it's you know real life coming to life on film in front of your face which is just but done in a way of like you know of course back then i don't think a lot of people back then were like fans of horror the way they are now. Like they were fans of it because it scared the fuck out of them, not because they actually like to see the slasher killers, you know, which is weird mm-hmm. how that all kind of transpires. But we need to talk about that one day, actually, how the slasher film has you know, progressed through history. I think we all like to talk about that. But yeah, the definitely. Patreon episode? Hey, well, we actually did go over that. Um, it was the last episode in season two. Man, we're referencing the past a lot more than usual. We are. But really. we're just kind of reverting yeah. back. 
um, yeah, we I went over was, the history. Like, Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I think it's the fact that we were gone so long, we just want to kind of tie this together. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia and uh, remembering the past, but no, uh, we do have another episode where we went over all the, like, the history of slasher films and where they first came from, and of course, you can't mention slashers without giallo films and all of that stuff, so seek that one out if you guys um, are interested, and if not, that's okay too, I don't care, we're not getting paid. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> Someone pay Kevin to do this podcast because he's, he's like quit probably. Man. So fuck. Like the no, I, I still up. love it here, man. I still love it. I oh, promise. Shit. Anyway, um, so back to Nightmare on Elm Street. I just, oh my god, just everything in this film. I just love it. I love the fact that you're not safe when you're sleeping, and sleeping is the the time where you should feel most safe. I know this has been brought up a billion times in so many different documentaries and. They'll talk about it, you know, they do their reviews, but it's just, think about that. Like you, you're laying in bed, you're trying to go to sleep. You fall asleep. You are the most vulnerable of anything. Like, like even if you're on the toilet, you're having sex, um, whatever, like, like you can actually do something. If someone busting on you, you can like get up and do something. You're fucking asleep. Especially if you're woken up out of a sleep, you know, how you kind of in that stupor, like you can't yeah. function properly, you know? So it's like, that's freaky yeah. as fuck, man. So well, like to know you mentioned that, you know, real quick. I would rather, I'd probably rather die during my sleep than during sex because that, there's just no like cool way to die during sex. Like you're just like butt ass naked, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not going to look cool. It's going to be kind of pathetic. I mean, unless you're just hung like a damn horse or, you know, you're just pot as fuck, but I mean, I that's true. That's that is true. Just, just to be honest with you. I mean, but sometimes, you know, they, you know what? We're doing way too much into this. It's, you know, let me digress and back up a second. Wheel it back. Um, reel it back. I got to reel it back. I got to reel it back. I get on my little tangent. I can't stop. Um, but anyway, go back to the movie. The end part, I, lo I love the way that they end this movie off because, and if you haven't seen this film, what what the fuck? What the fuck, Kevin? What the fuck? What the fuck's wrong what with you? What the fuck's wrong with you? Yes, seriously. This film is like, it's it's horror lore. It's legend it's it's bible it's fucking canon it's you can't not watch horror and not watch Nightmare on Elm street it's just impossible um but like the way it ends off like you you have to bring things into reality to to face them you can't face something in a dream it's just impossible so to bring it into reality that's that's the only way you do it and i love the way they pull that off too um because at, at first they kind of make you think that oh well sh it didn't work and then all of a sudden here comes freddie fucking trying to slice her ass up so it just it's just it's great and i, and I love freddie's progression throughout the film because looking at him at the first of the film and then the last of the film he he does progress physically uh the way he talks the way he acts it changes and i love that it's just oh it's so fucking brilliant i just i fucking love it um i'm actually talking about kind of revert to that also in the first film i'm going to talk about too in the number one spot but um but yeah so there you go there's my number two film uh, anything to add about that? Or I'm sure I hope I hope to fuck you're going to talk about this film in a second. Yeah, God, all right, just maybe. don't don't say don't say anything. Just just guys, this next pick, this really is hinges on Kevin's place in this podcast. <laughs> I, I gave him this. I gave him a scream at number three. I gave him that. I should have done that. But this this is going to be the telltale sign of whether he stays on the bottom, right? Right. Oh, let's see. All right, all right. Just hit number one. Let's just let's just get over with. Number one. Well, I'm fine, boys. Just fine. <laughs> let's get on with the killing. I want to hear you scream. 
all, it's all a movie. It's all one great big movie. Somebody once, when I was first starting in films in New York, says, if you want something on your gravestone in, your, in the film business, I think the best thing is filmmaker. If you can honestly say that, that's all you need to say. Number one, I have my soul to take. Just kidding. No, it's, uh, it's not going to obviously. There's no fucking way. This is one of the greatest <sighs> horror films of all time. There's no debate. Um, just the things that were done in this movie, just it, it, it still blows my mind a lot of the things that they were able to execute. Um, be, being a film about a guy that kills you in your dreams, obviously there's so much kind of area to work with there. Uh, and you could do anything. Literally, literally anything because it's a dreamlike state. It doesn't have to be stapled in reality. And there's just a lot of kind of terrifying things that happen therein because I'm just like, I can think of so many just fucked up things from that movie. Like when you first see him and he's walking down that alleyway and his, his arms are like elongated, like circus fucking arms, dude. Like he's just, uh, and he chops his finger off and that blood squirts out. And like you mentioned him slicing his stomach open and it's just in the score of this movie is classic one of the the absolute best to ever do it um holy shit kicked o- over some shit um <laughs> got excited there, didn't you? <laughs> yeah i did uh but in the, the kills there's only four or five kills in this entire film but the way they are perpetrated is still i can remember every single one in extreme detail and i'm not sure if be- because I watched this when I was like seven or eight and it scarred me completely, or if they are just really that effective. So, I think but, both, both. Honestly. Yeah. Honestly, you have the, the Glenn bed scene that changed everything for me. Like he gets sucked Iconic. into his fucking bed and then there's like this, it just shoots his ass out like a goddamn geyser. Like, <laughs> dude, wh- wh- what the hell is that about? And obviously if you've never seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Check out that death scene. I'm sure it's on YouTube. Johnny Depp, his first mm-hmm. film, uh, yep. he gets killed in a pretty good way. So, oh, it's cool. probably one of the best yeah, ways I, ever. I honestly, love so. this movie. It's, I always say that you know I can talk a lot about shitty movies. Yeah, I, I, I could talk about shitty movies a lot, but when it comes to movies I love, it's just I'm almost like kind of speechless just because it's it's a really weird phenomenon and it's extremely hard to explain. But this this movie has just always meant so much to me and. uh it's it always will it's great yeah well i i mean to, to to elaborate on what you just said like we don't talk about the films we love so much enough because we want you to go out and watch the film for yourself we don't want to ruin everything for you you know what i'm saying right like, we want you to have the experience we had we give we give our, our thoughts and we give our ideas and we give our love and our passion for it but we don't go over, over over and above because like i said we want to make sure you can get that experience somewhat of an experience from that so yeah, I agree with that completely. So glad you had number one. I was, thought I was going to have to replace you, so thank God. <laughs> Woo! Okay. That was close. Now, now that that's over, now I can get to the real number one. Oh, real, yeah. OG, baby. number one. Let's get a little bit of this. Let's get a bit of that. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's not Scream, but it is. You know, it is. <laughs> so, yeah, Scream is my number one film, of course. If you had any any other ideas, then you, what the hell? I don't know. You don't know me at all. It's just... just click off now and just go do something else. <laughs> who would have thought? Who would have thought? Who would, who would have thought I had number one? Um, what else can I say about this film? If you've listened to our older episodes, you've heard me talk about it multiple times. 
I, I just, I just love this film so much. Um, at the time it came out, I was just getting, you know, really into horror uh, again, and it, it was kind of, it was kind of, you know, waning a little bit. I was kind of like, okay, this is kind of get the same old shit. You know, what's going on with this? We're nothing, nothing new. And the new stuff was just really shit. I was like, this is horrible. Like, I don't even want to get into. I was just, I'll stick with old horror. I'll just stick with that. We'll be fine with it. I'll just rewatch old shit. And it is what it is. And then I see the, the trailer for Scream come out. I mean, I sprayed the walls. I sprayed the world. I sprayed the universe. Um, people Good were going, what you, the man. hell, Wes? I mean, dude, it was held up hard in there. So we get that out. It felt really good. You know, I, I, I spread my seed to the entire sure. planet and the entire alien race somewhere out there. People are having West babies all over the place. So, and no child support. Like please. a true gentleman. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't clean up here. <laughs> it's just, I just sprayed and walked off. Uh, but this film just, <laughs> from start to finish, like the, the first you know, 10, 15 minutes of this film with uh, Drew Barrymore, just one of the most classic you know, intros to any film ever. It's perfectly done. Um, it, 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 you know, it, hinges, it hinges on old horror. Without old horror, this movie would not exist. And I know, I know people say, well, duh. But no, it literally, that literally is it. It's literally taking from old films, rejuvenating whatever they have in them, and then redoing it or making it newer in this film. Um, it gives odes to you know, Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street. And you know, it's just a whole bunch of other films. Uh, a lot of them referenced too in the film directly. And you know, the, the Town of Judge Sundown and The Hills Have Eyes. And there's, there's so many. Um, but just then the killer himself, like, you know, you can, of course, you can see this film on ruin for you. There's two killers, which makes total sense after watching it for the 50 billionth time or even the second time. Um, it just, it's just great. Like it, you know, and, and the, the revenge part. And then of course it takes the whole different turn. And, I, and of course, Sydney, Neb Campbell, the best, she's my final girl. Like that's it. Like that's, that's, that's it. That, that's who it is. That's final girl. You say final girl, I'll say Neb Campbell. There you go. Um, it's, it's just sweetest can be in person, one of the best people I've ever met in my entire life. So, um, but no, just, just the fact of the way they take the film, uh, there always is just red herrings. There's, uh, there's, you know, misdirections, there's, uh, there's hints that if you watch it closely enough, you can almost figure it out. But of course you have to watch really closely. Um, there's homages to, to other parts of the film in the same film, meta upon meta upon meta. It's just, it's fucking, it blows your fucking mind, dude. Um, I can't say enough good things about this film, honestly. I could, I could go on and on about this film. You talk about loving a movie. This is the one I really can talk about forever. So there you go. There's our top five films on both sides of the fence from me and Kevin about Wes Craven. I hope you, hope you enjoyed it. This is the last episode of the season, so I'm really excited to wrap this up. Um, come back with some new shit for next season. Season four, dude. Season four. Just blows my mind. So uh, let's just wrap this up. Let's do a few, uh, let's do a few shout outs. Uh, we had our boys from the podcast on Elm Street come up earlier. Thank you guys for supporting us and always being there. You guys are fantastic. I love the podcast. Love you guys to death. Uh, and thank you for the support. Um, One of the dark podcast. Got to shout those guys out. Um, they, they mean a lot to me. They really do. So go check them out. Give them a listen. Give them some love. Fucking A. They're awesome. Uh, Dolls of Horror. They give a shout out to almost, dude, they give a shout outs every week. It's crazy. Yeah, they're the best. I'm telling you. Of course, they've, they, they have a new, a new co-host now. So 
please go check that podcast out with the the revamp show. It's fantastic. Um, love you two ladies to death. So, and then uh, um, it's a uh, it's 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 the horror basement. Tennessee Horror News Network. There we go. It's just, it took a second. My brain just shut off for a minute. But thank you guys so much for letting us be on your uh, network. And I'm going to start our own network soon. I, I know I promised earlier, but I got to get it going. So that's coming in the future. So, um, okay, let's plug ourselves up now, like I plug you up. Um, so you can find It's Horror Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, fuck Twitter. That felt so good. I haven't said that in a long time. Um, we're actually going to jump on TikTok, I think. A lot of uh, podcasts do TikToks. So, yeah, I think I'm going to I'm gonna try that my hand at that, see if I can get some cool videos uh, for that. So that's coming in the future as well. So I just I just kind of thought about that right then, so off the cuff. So, yep, I think that's it. Um, can't we think of anything else you know, going on? We kind of giving everybody a, a beat behind the curtain and what we have coming up and what we're working on. Uh, working on some, I want to do some more Patreon stuff too, so Patreon stuff. There we go. But uh, yeah, that's in the works. Like I said, we're gonna revamp and come back in season four and be, you know, a little different, a little, a little fresher. So I'm excited about that. So yeah. So, oh, actually, we are gonna be working on a uh, a calendar, like a, a men of horror calendar, pretty soon, actually. So uh, yeah, I can't wait for that to happen. So I'm excited about that. So uh, be, be looking for that. And I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if we want to do it digitally or actually physically. I don't know yet. I haven't really figured it out yet. But be watching our socials and uh yeah just be prepared for uh what we got coming up so i guess there's nothing else to do but uh just say my name is wes and we'll see you next time